This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Merry Christmas, everyone. We are joined by our favorite yes, 12 times this year. Brandon oh. Doble is on reposted. Again, if you want to uh, help support Brandon, go to Oregon State and donate to the General Scholarship Fund. <laughs> All State will match up to $1,000 for every field goal made. <laughs> anyway, we have something that uh, I guess is kind of current news right now. This company called Better.com recently did a uh, they had a valuation of i think seven billion dollars and they raised i think 900 million about dollars recently and this week the ceo scheduled a group zoom call with about 900 employees and said hey guys i don't want to do this but everyone that's on this call has been fired and it kind of made me wonder, like, is it better to have that happen on a call or to get an email? I think there's no, no one's going to be happy about this. Brandon, have you ever been fired before? Uh, you sort of, yeah, sort of one time years and years ago, back way back when by a guy, a buddy of mine, actually. Um, and it was more of one of those things where we both were like, look, this isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, it was like, let's just call it good before it gets bad. Um, so do you think I stayed, this, I would have been fired. Do you think the CEO was in the wrong by firing 900 people via Zoom? People are saying maybe that there's also the argument people are upset that they're like, well, you have a lot of money. Why are you firing us? I can't make a comment on whether that's a good business decision or not. But the move of firing people on Zoom might be the new world order. Yeah, I, I if you're looking for the mechanics of firing you on Zoom versus email, I don't personally give a shit. I mean, fire me. I mean, you're firing me, right? So at right. the end of the day, it's like, are you trying to make it? Are you trying to make yourself feel better? Trying to make me feel? It's like that um, Clooney movie, Up in the Air, right? Where he just go. His job is to fire people. Um, I want to say I, I consider that an Anna, Anna Kendrick movie, not a George Clooney movie. Okay. Whoa, uh, vehicle vehicle um, <laughs> i i think that the the issue i had with this i actually read that article when when it came out and i think it more says more about i don't know if it's corporate america or the corporate world as opposed to like look people get fired all the time people get fired for a cause people get fired because the business is going out of business like this company laid these people off not because they couldn't afford to keep them but because they're they their shareholders demanded that they they let these people go. These were purely numbers. I mean, they didn't care. He gave his buddy a bunch of uh, you know a big bonus. This had nothing to do with money, except for the fact that it had to do with profitability to shareholders. So I guess the bigger question for me would be, what's the philosophical reason for working? Period. Right. I mean, he doesn't have to keep them there. Um, this guy clearly, this guy's a douchebag. I mean, if you read his bio and looked at him, he's a douchebag. He's like, I, I don't like doing this. It makes me sad. I'm like, well, then don't do it. Don't say it. Just man up and say you're fired. End of discussion. He was trying to act like somehow he fired. By the way, that was the other thing that I thought was interesting in this is that uh, it goes to show you the profitability of corporations, right? All the, it's all the rage now in every business to have a diversity uh, crew hiring thing. Well, they laid off the diversity team. At that company, the people that were responsible for 
sort of make sure there was diversity there. They laid them off too. This was a numbers thing. This is a cost cutting thing to make the, the, the bottom line look better for shareholders. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it would just depend philosophically on whether you think that's right or not. If you are working for a company called better.com and you're surprised that you get fired, it would be as if you were working for a flashcard company in someone's basement <laughs> for a guy who'd had no idea on how to help your memory. And all of a sudden he turned around and said like, Hey, everybody at my flashcard company, you're fired. And you're shocked. That's ridiculous. You're working for a startup. This happens all the time. I mean, maybe you would have any experience with that, Brandon, working in someone's basement for a flashcard <laughs> company. You got fired. My, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't actually get fired because I was never actually hired. But oh, okay. Um, oh, you didn't you get didn't fired if you're not. I, I will. I will. I, I think Larry looks at the world in those terms of black and white that that everyone should have just known that you know that you shouldn't be uh, ass hurt by. The fact that you've been <laughs> let go because, well, you should have just known that better.com doesn't mean they're better. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a very childlike way of looking at it, but that's okay. <laughs> it is Larry. I think that the bigger issue here is do people have value or not? Right. If, if you want to say caveat emptor, buyer beware, right? If you want to say buyer beware to the to the employees, hey, look, you know, you should know this. I mean, we all know. Corporations do it all the time. They, they, I work for a big corporation. They spend inordinate amount of time talking about how much they love you until the day they let you go and then they don't love you anymore. So it's like, yeah, you're, they're all full of it. But I guess the bigger idea is, you know, cosmically, is there going to be payback for this guy? I don't know. I mean, I agree so. with you that it's philosophical that like, are, are you as the employee going to enter into the contract being like, you know what, I'm with you till the end. Like if these 900 people got offered a better job, all bets are off. So it's, I don't know, I have a hard time when people get upset about this, because it goes both ways. Like, even if you're not working at a startup, if you're working for GM, or you're working for Purdue <coughs> Pharma, just because you're an established company, and the money's there, I think I lean more capitalistic that it's the, the reason you have a business is to be profitable. And if quote, doing the right thing is keeping more people on giving them benefits and you're losing money because of it. Like, I don't think that's the right thing for the business. I think you need to divorce yourself from what you think. I, I view work more as a means to an end to, to like get um, finances to, to fund your life versus getting fulfillment out of what your job is. Just to well, push back on that point there, Andrew, if you're currently back, working for back of the show, if you're working for better.com right now and you get a better job offer, you should take it. You should leave that company right now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, any startup, if you get a better offer, take it. You, well, that's the nature, any, of, the startup, that's the nature of the startup world is you got to bounce around every 18 months. Otherwise, you're not going to like that's the way to make more money in that industry. So. Well, let me give a pushback to Larry. I think, again, Ooh. I was like saying the philosophical part of this. I, it, it, to me, it goes to the idea why I personally believe, as a person who spent 25 years as an educator, no school should ever be bigger than 400 students. Now, people are like, oh, it's crazy. And the reason I only say that is because every teacher in the school and every administrator should know every kid. They, they, and, and it's almost impossible past 400 to know every kid. So you should know them at least by sight. Oh, I know that kid is... Um, the, the, you were saying, Andrew, well, it's the it's the economics or whatever. If we were in a village, 
and we were i don't know in somewhere in the siberian steppe Ooh. and we were all trying to survive together with our yak herds right Ooh. and and we just decided you know this person down the street is starving we're not going to feed them then in a sense do we owe them anything i have my stuff i don't <laughs> owe them anything right i mean that's the thing i mean it really comes down to do you philosophically think that a business or a corporation owes anybody anything I, I don't well, have I mean, an you're saying, saying you're saying the starving person with the yak and there's no other option. Better.com isn't the only company that these people could work for. If right. it was, I think that would be a different discussion. A lot of the angle, I think, was because we're leading into Christmas and people are like, oh, you're ruining Christmas for 900 people. Maybe I'm just a little bit jaded. I don't know. Well, he was Hindu, so he didn't care. And I mean, seriously, I mean, he, he, you know, that to me was kind of like, well, wait, what about all the people that aren't that aren't celebrating Christmas there. I mean, that seems like a weird, I saw the same discussion. I think that for me, the bigger discussion on the lines of, I don't know if you guys saw this, but China's cracking down on all their, all their businesses big time, like arresting the heads of these giant major corporations. And like, like the guy that started the, the sort of the Amazon knockoff in China. Alibaba. Yeah. Alibaba, he was arrested. And then he came back all, he was, yes, I have done bad things. Well, China's just worried that there's too much power in the hands of these people. There's clearly too much hands in the power of this guy that he can get on a phone or on a Zoom call and fire 900 people and change their lives. That seems like a lot of power. Now, you would say, well, it's just a business and that's just the way it is. I'm like, to me, that seems like too much power. But you know what? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you don't have access to the, the Google machine. But uh, before you go work at better.com, you could Google who you're working for. And it probably would point out, oh, this guy's a giant douche. Maybe I didn't, wouldn't go work there. Oh, he's going to fire me over a Zoom call. It goes both ways. Yeah, so what you're saying, though, and I'm, I'm, I'm honestly asking, you're saying that you think that it is up to the, the person trying to get the job to be aware of like, every, I don't care what this guy's deal is, and I don't care about better.com. Every place I ever worked for has this sort of mantra they, in meetings, hey, guys, we're all in this together. Let's do this every school, everywhere. They always do it until there's layoffs. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to have to let you go. Like, wait, I thought we were all in this together. Right? Well, no. And if you believe that, you're foolish. That's what you would say, Larry. I'm saying if you get into the startup game, you are in the startup game and get ready to get get it with no lube. If well, no, that, that same startup. thing happens in professional sports. Yeah, I didn't sure. work for a public company or, sure. or a startup. And those same conversations happen during the recession. Yes, but yeah. there are certain industries that are more liquid than others. Like you go become a teacher, there's all sorts of ways they can't fire you because you're a public servant. But if you go into a startup company named better.com, guess what? There's a larger than normal chance the dude from the top's going to fire you on a Zoom call. And mm. that sucks. But guess what? You jumped into the game. So again, you're back to that thing of like, buyer beware it's on you it's no, not no. there's no for startups not all businesses but Andrew, but... just i'm sorry where this podcast isn't about arguing with larry's dumb ideas <laughs> but larry Andrew just said the same thing we've all experienced this at places other than a startup i'm saying the culture is hey man here's the deal you're laid off you're fired whether it was on zoom or via email because that was what the question was would you rather be fired via zoom or email i'm like it doesn't really matter you're fired Getting fired sucks. I would ask this question. I guess I would ask this question. If, say, this, this company had $5 billion in the bank and they just wanted their 
shareholders to look good and they fire the people. Is that wrong? Because they could have afforded to keep them, but they fired them. So do they have any obligation to their employees at all? That's the question I'm asking. Who's answering? Is that me? I mean, I, I think I, think I said no. You. Blair, Andrew said no. I, I always think the common good, if I'm, there's a reason I'm not a CEO, because I, I feel like we owe it to community to take care of people, that there's a reason nobody's giving me the keys to their startup company. But I, I live in Silicon Valley, and I know the people that work for startup companies, and they're all out for themselves. They're taking a huge risk. You could go work at General Motors, or you could work at better.com. And guess what? If you work at GM, there's a chance you're going to be there longer because it's a big name. But if you go to better.com, guess what? The axe could get swung at any second, and it was your choice. I'm not sure he gets it, Andrew, but, you know, I mean, well, anybody way, can I be fired to go brush off my CV right now and apply for one of these 900 jobs that have just <laughs> been opened up. Yeah. yeah. Until next time, I'm uh, Andrew for Larry and Mario Cristobal saying <gasps> stuff in my oh.